my name is Eva. And I'm Eva's dad, Rich. And, and welcome, welcome to 50%, 50% Identical. Bridging the gap between generations. X. And Z. One conversation at a time. believe we haven't recorded a show in over two years. Where have you been? Um, well, a lot of places, I guess. It's like we haven't, we haven't seen each other in two years. Out of your head. Well. <laughs> Last time we saw each other, I think we were talking about K-pop. Right. And, and now we're talking two plus years later. Correct. Yeah. I don't yeah. remember. I was in my cryogenic chamber yeah sort of in the in the interim so i don't i don't remember it's all it's all black and then you know i was taken out defrosted right now i'm here and now we're back yeah. do you want oh so you don't know what's happened i have no <laughs> idea i'm i'm lost i don't know oh, what to tell you, tell you something. i have a lot to catch you up on <laughs> oh no should i be scared oh, oh no everything's fine not a problem okay, okay. Yeah. Sounds, sounds good sounds good yeah. um but you know, in in, in all in all reality, it's, things have changed. It's been it's been a, it's been a it's been a while. So we I will say. so two years ago plus two and a half years ago. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, plus two and a half plus years ago, there was this uh, pandemic that was started. You know uh, it still uh, happening. Called COVID. Yes. And uh, we'll see. I will tell you, depending on who you talk to, some people say it's a pandemic. Some people now say it's an endemic. And some people say it's a hoax. It just depends. But uh, the point is, it started two and a half years ago, and we decided to uh, do a podcast. I forget why we decided, but we decided. Because we used to record um, video or like audio stuff together in like GarageBand when I was like four. And you wanted to get back into radio stuff, and yeah. I remembered enjoying that. That is exactly why. And I, I probably figured, you know, you must be better at 17 than you were at four. I overestimated my skills. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we start, we start the podcast, and uh, we did eight or so episodes over the summer. Good and time. then I, I can't remember why we stopped, but we stopped. And uh, the pandemic continued without us, uh, and lots of stuff occurred. And now we decided, let's try it again. Yeah, things have finally, I guess, settled down enough theoretically. That, yeah. Uh, Actually, one thing that did happen in between when we last recorded and now, you know, the show's mm -hmm. called Fifty Percent Identical. Yeah. It turns out it really should be called 49.6% identical. Oh, yes, because uh, the the DNA test. Yeah, I right. have very, very slightly more genetics in common with my mother. But here's the thing. I feel like you can round. It's not, you know, I feel like it's not that big of a That's true. Situation. It's just a rounding yeah. error. It is. It yeah. is. And I'm not good at math anyway, so I can really overlook, you know, the, the point whatever percent. What is it? 0.6? 49.6 so it's 0.4 below 50 yeah. percent so like that doesn't even matter that's like fake that's right. like nothing at that all point. right Probably so we don't genetics that makes a difference but I don't know. we don't have to change the title of the show or anything i think i think we're good i think we'd end up in in too niche of a territory if we if we were that exact i'm gonna okay. be honest with you but yeah it's quite the revelation yeah. um yeah 
So it was good. We found out you were my daughter or are my daughter. And, uh, for, uh, because, you know, I was worried. And, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you're 49.6% identical, but we can round up and we'll keep the show at 50% identical. Sounds good. That's a good conclusion we've reached together. All right. So I was thinking we're going to, this is like starting fresh, even though we've done this before. Right. What, uh, before we get into some of the things that have happened over the last you know few months, because I do want to hear about what's going on, but what do we want to talk about on this show versus what do we not want to talk about on this show? Like, what are the kinds right. of things you want us talking about? Well, let me tell you, something that has changed since the last time we did this is our lives are a lot less merged. So when we were originally doing this, it was like, well, what do we talk about? We've seen each other most of that day and then the day before and the day before and so on and whatnot but we don't currently live within the same house so we could what? we could do we i don't know. live in the same house i know how how oh. how's that right. even happen all right i got keep, old keep going all right keep talking <laughs> but since we don't we don't live in the same place anymore i think that we could actually do more like life stuff Mm-hmm. And it have it actually be surprising and genuinely interesting to the other person. Whereas when we were in quarantine, it was a lockdown at that point. We were with each other 24-7. You run out of stuff to talk about pretty, pretty quickly. So I think just like, you know, normal life stuff, probably, you know, talking about me being a young adult going out into the world. That's like a life stage thing. Very sure. classic. Yeah. Um, we can talk about me getting older. That's another life stage thing. This is good because it's like the concept of the podcast. Yes. yes. Yeah. In this iteration. Um, you know, we could. Oh, goodness. So much now that we're we have like this new. Um, oh, goodness. I can't think of words anymore. This is going to connect to okay. some newer stuff. As yeah, well. yeah. 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 Can't think of words anymore. Not um, a problem. <laughs> the, you know, the new. Uh, you can do it, Eva. I don't know. <laughs> I've given up. I've okay. given up. But whatever. It's Put a, new. Like, bow on it. Yeah. Wrap it up. And it's pretty. new. <laughs> it's a present. It's so new. Yeah, we can <laughs> put a bow on it. Wrap it up. <laughs> it's so new. Right. Um, you know, and then we can talk about the stuff that we have in common, the stuff that we, we share. Um, we don't do as much together anymore, unfortunately, because, you know, we're not around. But we'll, we'll come up with stuff. You know? Yeah, yeah. Okay. But I think I think it'll be very very good because it's definitely new perspective. That's the word. New perspective. Okay. Yeah. New perspective. Anyway, yeah. Got like, there. Yeah. Good job, Eve. I knew you'd get it. And like, you're right. We Thank don't. Uh, like I went to the grocery store today, and who wasn't with me? Me. Even That's though right. when I lived when I lived with you, um, when I lived back at home. That oh, was a big. Really? That that was a big outing. Every single Sunday. Mm-hmm. That's what we do. Obviously. I made the, the, the bad joke that uh, we haven't seen each other in two and a half years or two years. Obviously, right. that's not true. Uh, matter of fact, we've seen each other relatively recently. We've seen each other, you know, because we don't like to, I don't like to go too long without seeing you. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So we, uh, we, we attempted to go, and I say attempted like we didn't do it. We did do it, but we, we, we attempted to go on a family vacation. Yeah. And we decided to go on a boat, a really big boat. Mm-hmm. Out in the middle of the ocean, called a cruise. Yes. That's now let's called. now let's go back a few months, okay? Mm-hmm. When we're we're preparing, we're we're planning this trip out. Yeah. And your mother calls you, 
And I said I did not want to go. You said you did not want to go on the cruise. Why didn't you want to go on the cruise? Because, well, first, I don't like crowds. I don't like lots of people. Right. I do not like um, the idea of being in close quarters with lots of people. Mm Mm-hmm. I like to be alone. So that was maybe the first one. The second one. And by the way, by the way, really close quarters with your family as well. Oh, very much. Yeah. Um, I didn't want to be a, uh, what's the term? Do people use the term like wet blankets, stick in the mud? Yeah. Those are, those are uh, terms that people use. Wet blankets, stick in the mud. I'm trying to think, I I was hoping to come up with a third one, but nothing came into my brain. Yeah. So those are the two. Those are the two good ones. I didn't want to be that because I tend to lean that direction at times Mm -hmm. when I'm in sort of like places that are not, um, in my depth. You're like Debbie Downer from Saturday Night Live. I am very much like Debbie Donner. Yeah. Saturday, Saturday, um, not always. By, by the way, for those listening, not always, but. Not always. I'm so fun. It's yes, just, exactly. I have, I have some environments which I do not thrive in. That's right. I would say even most, but you know, that's, that's about the point. And then the second one is, um, I didn't want to get COVID. Right. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> we'll get to that. I, yeah, I didn't it was want to a, do that. Right. I brought what? I brought that up a couple of times. I'm like, there's yeah. stuff that festers on these boats. People get sick on cruise ships all the time. And you know, those like big news stories at the beginning of like when COVID was starting to spread and everyone was getting COVID. You know, I was like, Mom, I don't think that like even this is a good idea. Like if there has to be like a family vacation that feels like a bit more, mm-hmm. you know, open air than than a cruise. Um but well, eventually I said yes. A cruise is quite open day. air. You know, when you're well, outside. when you're on the top deck, yeah. correct. Yeah. But you know where you're spending the majority of your time? Like, not on the top deck. And if you are, there's typically, like, a lot of people because everyone wants to hang out on the pool. Well, let me tell you my thoughts on the cruise. So, yes, you eventually came around uh, reluct- reluctantly. I did. Um, and, you know, to be fair, you also were afraid of monkeypox. I was afraid of monkeypox, but that came later. And I want to be well, very clear. So did the monkeypox. Well, that's true. Um, But I want to be very clear. It's because, um, well, first of all, I have anxiety. But second of all, people are getting it. Yes. And um, I don't trust my immune system. Right. A lot of the time. Because when I get hit, I get hit hard with things. And um, when I get sick, I stay sick. And I don't, you know, just get worried about that stuff. So, yeah. So, we I understand. So, we decided to go on this cruise. And, again, it's easier for me to look backward now. And make judgments about it. But, so I'm not going to do that. I was already prepared. You came from a very different place. I was prepared. I understand that. But, so it's it's not fair of me right now. We'll get to how I feel now in a little bit. But I'm going to go back to how I felt before the cruise. Which was, uh, I was excited. Mm-hmm. And I should, I should add, I, I did enjoy the cruise. And we'll talk about the cruise. Uh, but I wasn't incredibly worried about getting getting COVID. And the reason I wasn't worried was because, generally speaking, uh, I take pretty good precautions. Uh, yeah. I try to wear a mask most of the time when I'm indoors. Um, I, uh, I mean, that would be the big thing. I try not to be in huge groups of people for too long of a time. Um, you know, things like that. So... I wasn't that worried. So we get on the ship and that was, uh, talk about not wanting to be in crowds, right? You, that there, there was just, 
there was like a sea of humanity all around us. Yes. I, I will say this looking backward, and this is just me now talking, though I think you would agree based on what you were saying earlier about crowds and everything. The, the thing that would stop me from taking a cruise isn't what you think it would be. It would be what a pain in the butt it was to get on the ship yeah. and off the ship. Well, their computer system was broken during um, embarkation anyway. So, like, there just kept being every that five minutes just this announcement being like, and our computer systems are still not working. We thank you for your patience. And so they had to, like, manually do everything. Everything took forever and a day. Um so that definitely made it more difficult on that front. So we get on the ship and we're taken to our cabins. And what was the first thing that jumped out at you? Like when you first got in there, what was your, what was your first thought? Oh, like you don't have something in your head already? You're just asking me? Yeah, it's a, it's a real question. Oh. Okay. Um, <laughs> Interesting yeah, your thoughts. Well. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I, well, uh, I I was just like, okay, I feel like I could spend 24-7 in this room if everyone else was, like, gone. If people left, I could come back here. Which, to be fair, I spent a lot of time in that room. I mm-hmm. did. Um, not all of it. Less than I thought I would. Right. But um, a lot of it. That was my first thought. Uh, and then, you know, um, and that was about it, actually. Like, because I was, I was so tired by this point because... I had gotten up about 7. It was now about 2 p.m. I had been standing a lot. I can't stand for very long um, uh, due to a chronic illness that I have, so I can't really stand. Mm -hmm. And I had been standing a lot. I was so tired. There was nothing left in me to give. I couldn't really care about anything cruise-wise, unfortunately. But I was like, oh, this bed looks nice. And then I laid down, and that's what it was. And it was fine. It was a good bed. And was there a was there a window or anything in in the uh, in your cabin? That is that a leading question? There's a balcony. Oh, about yes, that was that one was a leading question. Yes. Okay. Cool. 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 Yeah. So there was also a balcony. You liked the balcony. I like sitting out there a lot. Yeah. Um, before we set sail, though, it was a lot less interesting because it was just like the harbor, which was cool. I think there's like a military boat museum thing. Yeah, so we we were I sailing. Feel like at every harbor, there's like a military ship that's permanently docked there, from my general understanding. Well, well, we'll talk about that in a moment because I can see why you would think that. So we were in New York City. That's where the cruise left from. Yeah, and I believe it was the USS Intrepid that uh, was just outside of our cruise ship, which was cool a name. which was a World War Two, um, big. Uh, now I can't come up with words. Uh, car- uh, so a carrier of ship. yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> but it's a museum now. Mm-hmm. And uh, the first stop on the cruise was in Virginia, and I don't remember what the boat was, but it was another There's military another ship. Yeah, there there is a there are guns on the ship, big big like tank looking gun things. Yeah, the ship is a ship gun. Right. Very weird. Cool. Cool. Well. But yeah, when we were sailing, it was nice. Um, it was a bit scary at first to see, like, you couldn't see any land. Like, there was just nothing. Mm-hmm. But it was also very calm. And I, I've, 
Yeah, I want to live underwater. I wish I could breathe underwater. Like, I wish I was, like, a mermaid or something. Like, that would be so cool. What did you, uh, did you like the food? Food was fine. Um, my, I would say it was less the quality of the food that I liked and more about the unlimited part Mm -hmm. where, um... We're like, you know, it's like, I want dessert. Okay, it's there. Like, you want, you, and, 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 I don't like cake or things like that very much, but they had so much, like, like, puddings and things like that. Well, for me, for me, they ate a soft serve ice cream machine. And they had a soft serve ice cream. That's all I needed. Yeah. Over, uh, nothing, I love the soft serve ice cream. Mm -hmm. But I will tell you, going back to the whole crowds piece, the Mm -hmm. part that I I don't want to say I didn't like because I would have, I liked it sometimes. Too many meals in that uh, garden cafe, uh, which was the buffet. Mm-hmm. And I, w- I think I would have liked it better if we had a, a few more sit-down meals where there were fewer people around us, which may or may not have prevented certain I, things from occurring. I doubt it. Yeah, I know. Um, I, well, I, th- I don't. I don't know if you're thinking about sit-down as in, like, the specialty restaurants or you're thinking sit-down versus, like, the dining rooms that are included because the dining rooms yeah. are crowded. No. Um, and the sit-down restaurant was, like, I don't know. I was not present for one of them. And then the other one, I the food was not good. So. Well, that's um, true. The second one was not good. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's fine. I didn't mind it because you can take the buffet stuff back to the room. So right. I'd go up, I'd get the food, I'd go back to the room, I'd lie down. This this is how most of my life goes anyway. Right. Um, when it comes to eating. So I have to lie down so much. It's not okay. I take medication, it's like a little better, but it's not really anymore. But that, you know, it's what it is. Um, so that's, you know, I'd, I'd go lie down. It's, it's fine. So, it's so let's, fat. I'm going to cough now, everyone. <coughs> Ew, disgusting. This is one of the things we'll have to work out in the future is, uh, uh, can I turn my microphone off when I have to cough? I don't know at this point, but we're going to keep recording. So Mm -hmm. uh, I'll fast forward a bit. The cruise was going well for most of us. We're enjoying it. And then what happened was on uh, the the fourth or fifth day of our fifth day of our cruise. It was the fifth day. Uh, we were going to Bermuda, some of us, you didn't. Yeah. And, and uh, I just remember feeling really run down. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think too much of it. I just remember thinking the next day I'm really happy because I'm going to stay on the ship when everyone leaves again and there won't be a lot of people on the ship and I can just relax. So I, uh, I get up, I go to work out. And at the end of the workout, I'm feeling worse than I normally feel after the end of a workout. So I'm exhausted. Sometime during the day, your mother is complaining of being cold. I think. I think she said chills. And so uh, she wants to go lie down. So I'm going to fast forward again. That night, uh, I had a reservation to play with your brother uh, to play um, um, laser tag because it's a very uh, physical, manly sort of sport. I love laser tag. I I told mom if they yeah. if you guys had invited me, I would have gone. You could have I asked. I didn't realize you guys were going. Oh, okay. That was the problem. I had no idea. 
gotcha. It was just, he said to me mm -hmm. uh, that, uh, he said, Dad, can we play laser tag? And I said, oh, mm -hmm. okay. So we go up to play laser tag. And we, we get all set up to play. And we start the game. And I'm running around. And then I sort of, I get up on this sort of platform to get a better angle to, you know, to shoot the bad guys. Right. Or, you know, or the other people on the ship. Or that, the other human people. Yeah, yeah whatever. I, <laughs> it was just whoever I was supposed to be aiming my laser gun at. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to say that some, the ship must have moved. You know, there, it, got, it always is. Well, I, I understand. Normal. So I lost, I lost my footing. And I come down off the platform. I don't, I can't regain my balance. And I go extremely hard extremely hard into like a, a side wall, half wall on the ship here as part of the laser tag course. It's awful. Yeah. And I was in so much pain. I can't even describe to you the pain that I was in. I'm lying down at this point and they go, and the, one of the workers just comes up, just try to catch your breath. I'm like, okay. So I'm trying to catch my breath. And all I can think of, in all seriousness, I, I'm thinking two things. Number one, this hurts a lot. And number two, I don't want to lose the, the game and my team is having to play without me right now. Yeah, I don't understand that. I would have I would have been like, okay, I'm I think I'm done now. I like that wouldn't even crossed my mind. I would have been like, okay, I think I need to seek medical attention. So I get up. Not and, how you were. And we continue the game, and I'm like, I'm having trouble here, but I'm I'm doing it. And after all that, we still lost. And I say to my son uh, that, uh, I said, oh, I got to tell you, this really hurts. And here's all he could, here's all of the, uh, the sort of um, sympathy he could muster. Mm-hmm. Dad. You swore in front of kids. Oh, did you? May, may I mean probably. I don't. You know, I don't really remember. If you're in that much pain, I feel like there's been tests to show that, like, saying, like, words that we encode in our brains as like bad words, um, don't come from the language part of our brains, but our emotion part of our brains, and help us cope with pain. So it would make sense, although. He's a very, um, like, rules. He's very rigid when it comes to, like, the idea of, like, what is right and what is wrong. And if he's been told his entire life, you don't say those words in front of anybody, let alone children. I mean, I know him well enough to know that that is where I, uh, I generally don't just throw out lots of uh, words that, you know, that I wouldn't want him saying. No, but, I know. Part of why he thinks that way is because you've taught him to think that way. But, yeah. But yes, I I probably ha had a couple of choice words come out of my mouth when the impact occurred. Yeah. So we go so we go back to our cabin. I'm mm -hmm. and I'm in pain and I'm holding my side and we go into the room and I lie down and I'm not feeling well and I'm thinking to myself for the first time I might have covid. But I have no way to test myself. Which is very interesting because I believe, I believe I might have possibly said that that could possibly be a possibility. At another point in time, you said, nay, impossible, not even, not, no, 
But that I was right. And I'm not saying that's a good thing to be right about because we all suffered. So I'm not saying like this gleefully. What I am saying is, is, uh, I was right not to gloat. That's a bit gloating. I'm going to take, I take it all back. It's, you know, it's going back into my brain now. You know, have you ever been, and this is only because I speak very impulsively. I don't know if your teachers have ever, when you were in school, they're like, you can squeeze the toothpaste out of the tube, but you can't put it back in the tube. That's right. You yeah, can't. you can't. I was told that a lot. It has not influenced me at all, seemingly, because I mean, <laughs> nothing's changed, but you know. Um, but yeah, I kind of already thought that that was the case, to be fair. Ah, and then I wake up next day, and I have symptoms. And you probably don't remember this part because you were all isolated in your room. I don't know. Maybe you do. But I had a terrible headache. And I had a terrible headache for about four days in a row, like, after that. But I had a terrible headache. And I was so exhausted. And I had a terrible headache. I'm like, even if I don't test positive now, it's going to happen. Um, when we left the ship, it took me five days. And I was bedridden, by the way. I couldn't well, get up. we didn't, I mean, to be, we didn't have any way to test ourselves till we... No, but when I get off the ship, I tested myself. Yes. Tested myself. It took, it took six tests to return a positive. Now, I wasn't around people because I couldn't get out of bed. But the fact that I was having such bad symptoms and it took me six tests, mm -hmm. I think is kind of crazy. Well, it took me a full 14 days to, like... Feel okay, well, let's, let's take a step back. Am I going way far ahead? Yeah, let's take a step back. Am I messing with so, your narrative? So, I uh, lie down, and I can't, I can't turn my body. I can't move. Oh, yeah, I forgot about this bit of this. Yeah, yeah. And the other thing is, I have uh, sleep apnea, and I left my CPAP machine at home. And That's I did it Well, I didn't mean to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, true. An accident. It was an accident. And to be honest, I'd been doing fairly well on the trip because for the most part, I'm generally okay if I can sleep on my side. So I was putting pillows all around me to prop me up so I didn't turn over. But in this particular moment, the only thing that was at all comfortable, even just a little bit, was on my back. So your mother can't sleep because I'm snoring and moaning in pain right. the whole night. And I can't get out of bed. Like, physically, I can't get my body up. So somehow... That's not a good sign. So somehow <laughs> we had to leave the ship. And I was less than useful than... Uh, less useful than normal. Right. So then then we leave. And we, uh, we, we all get back to our, to our homesteads. And I test myself... And mom tests herself, and we have two positive tests. I said, uh-oh. And so, got into bed. We immediately tested your siblings. They were not positive. You tested yourself. Negative. And it's negative. It felt really bad, though, but yeah, it was negative. <laughs> so, for the next few days, I was, I was telling myself, you know what? This is okay. At least my kids didn't get it. At least my kids didn't get sick. Funny. And then one by one, positive test, positive test, Although, positive test. to my knowledge, my siblings are fine. Yeah, they were fine then, too. They didn't have any symptoms. I was not. I was not fine. 
And so, like, maybe I tested positive later than you guys did around the same time my siblings did, actually. Not functional. Not not at all. Like, I had the full the full nine yards. Um, shortness like, of breath? I had the shortness of breath. I had the coughing. I was so congested. I was, like, sneezing a lot, though that was later. I had terrible muscle pain. My skin hurt. Something. Yeah. <laughs> Something that you, you, uh, you tease me for because that By the was way. a symptom I had. By the way, speaking of coughing, mm-hmm. every time I had to cough, mm-hmm. it was the most painful, painful thing. And finally, uh, and I'm trying to get through this so we can concentrate on your symptoms. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Because I, you know, I know you liked. Uh, we want to talk about you. So no, uh, no, no, no. I was the back and forth. Oh, gotcha. The so, conversation. Yes, exactly. So I'm you, learning, so, you I think. so while you're having a headache. And your mm-hmm. skin's hurting. Uh, I my my side, my entire side into my back is in tremendous pain. I'm still I can't I'm not moving very well. Matter of fact, the pain I'm feeling physically is worse than whatever COVID symptoms I th- I think I'm having. So your mother goes to you know that that stuff Tiger Balm. She says, "Let me rub some Tiger Balm where it hurts." As it turns out, it hurts in all bunches of places. But I, at the moment, it was this place on my back, uh, around uh, the back of my rib cage. And she goes and she she rubs the tiger balm in. And the first thing that occurred was it felt like she was pushing down. And it felt like she didn't stop pushing down. I said, are you, are you going to stop pushing? She goes, I did stop. I said, oh. Still feels like you're pushing. And then her response to me was, when I pushed down, it felt like something moved. That's not good. (laughs) I didn't think that was good. So at this point, I'm in tremendous pain. And I'm thinking maybe, maybe something's broken. And, and not to scare you, Eva, because I know how you feel about uh, these things or what could happen. But my thought was, I'm in so much pain Maybe something is broken. Maybe they will prescribe something for me to take my pain away. That's what I was thinking. So I go to the emergency room. And they, uh, they, they get me in. And by the way, no one asks me, asks me if I have COVID. Weird. I told them though, by the way, Mm -hmm. I said, just so you're aware. I have COVID. I know this because I was hoping to, I tested right before I came there Mm because I was hoping I would have tested negative. Not yet. So I go and I get x-rayed and they come back and I said, uh, there's a, uh, I bet uh, I broke a rib, didn't I? And they said, no, you're incorrect. I said, I am? Yes. You broke three ribs. (laughs) <laughs> oh, that was fun. That was like a little bait and switch. Did they find that funny? They're like, yeah, you, you're, you're wrong. I didn't find it funny. Broke so three, yeah. I got three <laughs> three broken ribs and uh, they did give me uh, a prescription for, for, main, for pain medication. And uh, you and uh, your mother scared me enough that I took one of them. When I got home that night... Uh, I took one before I went to sleep, and that was the only one I took. Yeah. The thing is, is I'm actually quite progressive when it comes to, like, 
pain management and it not being as like a huge risk necessarily it was taken short term and like responsibly but you know i i'm a total hypocrite when it comes to like the people i actually like deeply care about on a personal level Mm -hmm. and that you know that's uh, yeah man sorry (laughs) um but are you feeling better better than i did then yeah your ribs feel less broken uh (laughs) Uh, yeah, they feel a little less broken. I, I'm still in, I'm still in pain, but mm-hmm. a lot less than I was then. That's good. Yeah, that's very good. So I'm healing. You're where you are, and you've got uh, your skin hurts. You've My got a headache. Hurts. Yeah. What else? Joint pain, uh, muscle pain, coughing, and it was like coming from like it was vibrating. Like it was like it was a it was a cough that came from my lungs, like deep within. Um, was it a dry cough? Was it a dry cough or a uh, what they would call a productive cough? It was not productive. It was it was just painful. Gotcha. Um, okay. Uh, you know, and I'm just I'm really really fatigued. It takes it takes the a full fourteen days, um, for me to feel any better, really. I had, there were like times where like I had more energy, but when I look back on it, it was adrenaline. Like it was not, it was not true energy. Mm-hmm. It was like, you know, when you're starting to feel better and you get angry and you get like, cause you're just uncomfortable and you're, you have like so much adrenaline going through your body, but you're like not really feeling better. You just like think that you are. That's one of my things where well, it's like. No, actually I, I would, I would assert that when I was trying to finish that laser tag game. Mm-hmm that's kind of what was happening yeah yeah so i I do Uh, understand the skin hurting i don't but that i understand let me tell you it's bad and then i lost my smell i didn't really lose my taste Mm -hmm. my taste is fine my taste is weird now um so i'm hoping that goes away what does that mean weird um, basically when i taste a food i don't really know how much of it i'm going to taste and what is it going to taste like um i had in a time where like wasabi was tasting sweet so, I mean, like, it, it tasted like wasabi, but it tasted sweet. It, like, tasted like sweet wasabi. Like, yeah. I ate it plain it tasted, at some point. Right. It tasted spicy, though, still. Yeah. Well, because okay. spice is like a sensation, but it tasted. Oh, yeah. It tasted okay. Um, salty stuff is so salty now. Mm-hmm. Like, everything is so salty. I had one potato chip, and it burned my mouth. That's how salty it tasted. Did too. you just have one? Just had the one. You know what? I didn't know anyone could ever have just one potato chip. I've gone against every um, advertising gimmick yeah. in the book at this point, and it turns <laughs> out when 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 your senses are not really aligned, um, whatever fried potato goodness the average consumer, uh, you know, pop one can't stop, can't just have one, uh, you know, Lego my ego, whatever potato chip. Um, yeah. <laughs> It, it just it doesn't work out, which is unfortunate. So you know it's bad, and I'm I'm still not feeling great. I'm gonna be honest with you. I feel I feel bad because um some of the stuff I was already dealing with before I got sick, people are getting after they get sick, right? But if I look up um dysautonomia, but like before there's there's only like oh well if you get dysautonomia after covid that's you know part of long covid blah blah but there's wait, nothing wait. i can find let's rewind for a second yeah. yeah what's that word you just said and what does it mean 
Dysautonomia. So dysautonomias are a bunch of conditions, which means that the automatic processes of your nervous system, like your blood pressure, your heart rate, um, your pupils, your sweat, um, stuff of that nature, Mm -hmm. don't work right. Okay. Mine do not work right. Both my heart rate and my blood pressure and my pupils, actually, but that affects me less. Um, and also, more and more, actually, since I've become sick, my uh, my sweat is weird. And it's just been that way for a very, very long time. Um, and I take medication, which helps with it, but it's kind of all unraveled since I've gotten sick. And I've, I've been looking online to, like, find anyone who, and I'm sure it's happened, who has had a dysautonomia and then gotten COVID and what happens to them after. But I can only find people who've gotten dysautonomias after having COVID because it's a very known post-COVID thing. Unfortunately, I'm a wreck. I'm still moving through the world because I just, I have to, like, I don't really have a choice. But I mean, um, even with the medication I'm on, because I take, I take blood pressure and heart measurements for my doctor. It's, I mean, it's not as bad, I would say, as it was before, but it still surpasses criteria like far surpasses criteria for, for diagnosis again. Um, even though I had been able to reduce it, meaning that I just feel terrible all the time. I am my, my hands and my feet are clammy. If is, if, unless I'm lying down Mm -hmm. my right hand more than my left, weirdly enough. Um, I am, I feel like I'm going to be sick. I'm nauseous a lot of the time. My skin feels like it's on fire when I stand up. I felt faint. I'm like I was going to pass out a couple times. Well, you're you're sitting. Today, so, as an example, you're sitting right now. How does yeah. your skin feel? A little spicy. Not too bad. <laughs> Lying down is ideal. Okay. Not Lying super hot. Ideal. Just a little spicy though. Correct. Okay. Like you know, my, like my hands are clammy and I feel nauseous. Okay. And you know, I you know, it's whatever. Lying down is ideal, but I can't be lying down all of the time. Right. Unfortunately, uh, not great. So it's it's rendered me much less functional. And then also my my brain just isn't working how I want it to be or need it to be. Um, often when I am out and about, I feel. It feels like almost dreamlike, like nothing feels real all of the way. Um, things often feel uncomfortable. Lights are too bright. Um, I'm always too tired. Um, you know, just stuff like that. Like I feel awful. I feel disgusting. So hoping to, you know, whatever, um, do that. I, yeah, I wish, I wish I hadn't gone because as I said multiple times before I left, I'm terrified mm-hmm. because if I get COVID, I know how my body works generally. Um, yeah, but that and, Beatles tribute show okay. was really good. Oh, it was so fun. It was worth um, it. But, <laughs> no. Um, but, I mean, I'm I'm just, I, I was already sort of on such a thin margin of error when it came to my health. And I feel like I have, I ruined it. Um, so, but... And I'm, I'm not being flippant when I say this. A lot of the, not I shouldn't say a lot, certainly some of the things you were just saying you have, mm-hmm. I would assert you had before, though. I did, but let me tell you what. Yeah. This, this is the problem, right? Okay. For people with chronic illnesses, quality of life is, is paramount. 
And with the combination of lifestyle changes and um, medication, I wasn't feeling all the way there, but I was feeling better. So I was able to um, do all of my daily tasks. Um, So I was able to shower, I was able to pick up my room, I was able to make food for myself, I was able to maybe even do, you know, um, and just like a just for fun activity if I wanted to. And I was able to also get, you know, um, things just like the mandatory stuff that I have to do every day. So like work if I had it, um, or just my other day to day stuff, I was able to get it done. And I would feel tired. And sometimes I'd feel gross. And sometimes my heart rate would be weird. Mm -hmm. But I was functioning. Now, I eat one meal a day and still feel like I'm going to vomit. Um, and I can't go anywhere or do anything without feeling I'm going to collapse. Um, and I'm having symptoms that I haven't had since the onset of my illness, which was a while ago. So you're saying new symptoms? No, no, no. No. I mean like old symptoms coming back. So like I, I had been able, cause I just have like a, such a lower tolerance now. Mm -hmm. Like I haven't felt like I was going to black out in a while. Yeah. Because I know how to modulate myself. But I felt, I mean, I, today, I, I, my vision started getting blurred. It started getting black. I felt I like I was going to pass out. I had to sit down because I was going to pass out. That's not, I mean, obviously not good. Correct. Um, so, I mean, you know, I, I say a lot, do not moralize getting COVID. It is not a moral failing if you get COVID. Um, but I wish that I had been more insistent. Because um, the majority of people who get COVID will be able to bounce back. There will be people who will not be able to bounce back. And people in my situation, um, I mean, there are people who are, who are just straight up more likely to die who are being forgotten about. And a lot of them are also disabled. Um, but long-term quality of life issues are also found to be more prevalent in those who are disabled. And there are people being newly disabled because of that. And when we say, oh, it's endemic, the pandemic's over, blah, 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 whatever, we're forgetting about, you know, the tons of people, such as I, but again, I made the decision to go. So at the end of the day, it's on me. Um, But, you know, for, for other events, like we should, you know, disabled people should be able to go grocery shopping without being worried about being bed bound, you Mm -hmm. know, for a, a long time. Um, there are people who are just going to be able to, to live, you know? I mean, I don't, I don't exactly know how you're feeling, right? But Mm -hmm. you're significantly older than me. You're my dad. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. You know. I don't know if I'd say significantly, but, uh, no, I get it. It is significantly. Go on. Yeah. (laughs) But, you know, decades, multiple decades. Uh Uh-huh. Um, and based on your reaction to me listing out my symptoms instead of you saying, oh, yeah, I relate to that. You're doing better than I am. Yes. At this point. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So even though, you know, the whole idea of, oh, well, I'm I'm young. I'm young. I'm supposed to be bouncing back. I'm not. I'm not bouncing back. I feel awful all all of the time. And it that was my main fear in getting COVID. And I'm hoping it'll continue to get better. I mean, that's always the hope, but, um, it's, uh, sad about it. I'm sad about it because 
I'd worked really, really, I'm gonna cry, I don't wanna cry. <laughs> um, I had only recently found a medication regimen and lifestyle regimen that worked. Only within, I'd say, maybe the past couple months. And I started to feel better. And I started to feel better than I had in six years. And now I feel worse than I have, mm, not in six years, yeah. <laughs> but maybe in about a year. Mm -hmm. uh, I had a, a flare of a different illness yeah. that, that caused me to be bedbound um, for like a couple months. Um, I like, it feels awful to yeah. to backslide like that and i don't know if i'm gonna get better and i don't know how fast and i don't know how it's gonna impact my ability to to live a life i don't and there is so much unknown in that that i was so scared of having to deal with and now i do and i i'm not mad about it like it, there there is an acceptance there but it is a sadness um there there's a loss of health that I already have to be pretty careful about and to feel so sick all of the time is, you know, something that I am used to, but not happy about. Right. Um, so at this moment I am able to sort of carry out my typical tasks, but I will say there are sacrifices. Um, I had been able to get into a routine where like I was showering every day which is not a thing that I'd been able to do because it gets hot and I would feel faint and mm -hmm. it was, I mean, awful. I also get hives every time I shower. That's, that's a whole other thing. I need to find an allergist. <laughs> <laughs> I've been told I need to find an allergist immunologist because I react to water. I am like allergic to water. It's yeah, it's a whole thing. Um, so, you know, I'm like backsliding and I really liked my routine, right? So even little things, like being able to keep up with basic hygiene is harder for me to do now because I have to choose, like, am I going to eat a meal, right? The energy it takes to cook a meal and then the energy that it will then take because I'm going to feel so sick afterwards for hours. Or do I choose to shower, right? Do I choose to go to work or do I choose to prepare a meal? Do I choose, like, like these choices are becoming more and more and more and more distant again. And it used to be that way, and then it wasn't, and now it is again. Yeah. And um, so I know how to deal with it, but again, I'm not happy about it. Well, I think uh, we will have to keep checking in on your health as we, uh, as we do these shows to see if there's any improvement. I mean, you know, we can all, we can all hope for some. Uh, well, I'm just saying, but, maybe you know. it just take, will take you longer to recover from some of these symptoms. Right. That is, that is definitely, um, I've read about people the, like that who, hope. who've just taken longer to recover. It's called long COVID. Uh, oh no, that's a separate thing, but right. I'm not, I'm not totally convinced that I won't end okay. up with long COVID. Um, cause again, I've had hives since 2019. I don't think my body lets things go. Um, so, you know, I will, we'll see. I'm hoping for not, that would be certainly the ideal. Um, but I don't have high hopes if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, I'm still, still living my life to the, to the best of my ability and you know, it's, it's all good. All right. No worries. It's chill. So as we have, uh, future episodes i've got mm -hmm. a lot of things to talk about that have changed since we last recorded 
I have new like, hobbies. What? Oh, uh, I uh, I don't. No, okay. <laughs> um, I turned uh, I turned fifty, uh-huh. and uh, I wanted to uh, uh, figure out how I could uh, you know stay young, and I saw uh, lots of young people with braces on, so I put braces on. Right. So these are like midlife crisis braces, not for any medical reasons. It's just, you know, got to retain the youth somehow. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe I finally decided to take the honest answer is I didn't want to have my jaw operated on. And I was afraid that if I went to see an orthodontist, they would say, yes, we can fix what's wrong with you. But we're going to have to break your jaw. Right. And so I went to see an orthodontist. And he said, yes, I can fix what's wrong with you, but we're going to have to break your jaw. Right. And so I had to think that one through. And I finally uh, I finally decided that I would uh, go through with it because, you know, I'm not getting any younger. And it was starting to bother me because the older I got, my teeth were moving even more. And then I found out. I needed to have my uh, wisdom teeth removed because I still had those. So I first had those removed. That's not a lot of fun, by the way. So I had those. Yeah, I'm going to have to do that eventually. (laughs) I had those removed. And then a few weeks later, I had the braces put on. And, you know, they definitely have been. uh, So the positive is they've been straightening my teeth and moving them into position. The bad news is it's making my uh, my underbite uh look worse though the reality is it's no worse than it was before i guess right uh so eventually i will have uh the top jaw moved forward and is your face gonna look different uh a little i mean i don't i don't think it'll be like uh see this is uh, here's a reference that you won't get it won't be mm-hmm. like when jennifer gray had plastic surgery done and no one recognized her anymore i don't but, know who jennifer gray is do you know the movie dirty dancing i've heard of it i've never seen it gotcha so <laughs> as the liver spots start popping on my skin as she's talking so so let me tell you about the a time called the 1980s and I've there, heard of it. There was a movie called uh, Dirty Dancing, yeah. and Jennifer Grey was in it, and she played the character of Baby. Mm-hmm. And it took me years, by the way, to realize that uh, her name was actually Baby. They just weren't saying, hey, Baby. But I had a Don't Put Baby in the Corner t-shirt in middle school. Yeah, well, there you go. Okay, there we are. So she felt she needed a nose job. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she got one. And she was not recognizable anymore. She did not look like her. All they did was fix her nose. And I say fix loosely. Her nose is fine, was fine. But she wanted it to look different. So it kind of hurt her career because uh, she was no longer recognizable as the person the, from before. The K-pop stands are going to hate me, but it's like uh, it's like Wan Young of I've formerly Eyes One. Exactly uh, like that. She looks, she looks a lot different. No, no, no. We can both make oh, references that okay. we don't, you know. That we don't we get. Don't yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, I, you know, I think that's important to, like, really can ground the show. Let me tell you something. We're reaching so out to so many audiences right now. And they're all going to be so mad at me. Oh, they because, are? Be- Why? Yeah, because they're, 
because they're all like, well, Wanyang gets bullied for being too pretty or whatever, which to be fair, they're way too harsh on her, like the general population, for no reason at all. She does not deserve it. I want to be very clear on that one. However, she looks like very different from um, when she originally debuted and she has had plastic surgery and K-pop fans, some of them, some, not all, some, get very um, particular when it comes to, well, th that idol, you know, hasn't lost an unhealthy amount of weight. That idol hasn't had crazy amounts of surgery. No, no, no. They're naturally skinny and it's just a different makeup style. So they're naturally a BMI of 15 and their their lips are just naturally upturned. And don't worry, their their nose was just naturally that thin and that small. And you know, it was it was just baby fat two years ago that was making their nose look different. That's what it was. They're all I truly I'm gonna get death threats, but um <laughs> but that's not what it is. Now I have no judgment towards it, but like I think it is very misleading to the largely child uh, fan base or like teen fan base, but like younger impressionable pe people to have this idea of people naturally look like a K-pop idol because they don't not even K-pop idols. If you look at their pre-debut pictures, they may look like naturally attractive, like people have genetic predisposition, but they do not look the same as they do when they've debuted. So I think, you know, that's something to put out there. But you know what? I do love Young and I love Ive. They've, they've put out three singles so far. Hit after hit after hit. I have been listening on repeat. Um, after like, this this will be a song that you know, I Will Survive, Gloria Gaynor. Yes. Sampled in After Like. It's, it's great. But anyway, I feel like we've connected. So this is good. But to answer your question, I think you'll still recognize <laughs> me. <laughs> that's good that's that's the uh that's good to be fair i can still recognize one young so you know yeah. even, even after even after drastic stuff i think it's fine and you know whoever you were referencing i'm sure sure people could i'm sure it all worked out for her um <laughs> i don't know what her life's like I i'm sure she's doing know. just fine yeah so when we talked about the fact that you have new hobbies i still i don't i've had the same hobby since i was 11 years old i do not know when it will change certainly not anytime soon because all all nine members have twice resigned so i'm i'm good for at least a couple more years and since well, i really wait, like watch it, what i let me let me see if i remember this right because you've taught me things i mean it sounds uh -huh. like you're good for the next seven years no, actually. So they don't. So the initial contracts are all seven years. Yeah. But most resigns are only for like three years. Oh. Okay. Yeah, because because once you have like leverage, you're not going to be like, oh, I'll sign away the next seven years of my life. Gotcha. Like that's not going to happen. So most resigns are for like three years. We don't necessarily know the terms of contracts. We don't even know how long. But that's the best guess is three years. So I'm good at least till till uh twenty five. Yeah. Yeah. So you're better at math than you thought. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but yeah, so we can uh, we can follow my braces and uh, my progression there. I'll eventually have surgery. Uh, mm -hmm. I have been attempting to play guitar for the last twelve months. You've gotten better. I have. I've gone from not being able to play guitar to being a crappy guitar player. You see the difference? But let me tell uh, been, you. There, there's the improvement. Well, but yeah. But also, I can't play guitar at all. So me being bad at it, that's actually my philosophy when it comes to like most hobbies. Yeah. Is 
you kind of have to delude yourself into thinking you're doing a good job at the moment or else you won't improve because like you have to like where you are now and still want to improve the and is important mm-hmm. or else you're going to give up if you if if you think you're just bad and like you're just you know you're awful at it and there's no light then you know you're just going to stop but if you don't have the drive to improve you're not going to improve that makes sense yes so like like yeah but you you got to get like a little bit proud whenever you like you know do the finger transitions well or something you just gotta be like oh that's that's cool i do a cool thing i used to not know how to do that maybe i wouldn't be playing in front of crowds of thousands but i'm sure happy right here in my office with my dog barking at me i'm doing i'm doing a great i'm having a great time well i i do enjoy it i i've been i've been taking lessons you know online there's a lot of online uh guitar training uh sites but mm-hmm. i'm i'm thinking about trying some uh, in-person lessons for a little bit to see if I can maybe speed up the improvement. Same person. So I want to keep you up to date on hopefully my guitar improvement. So I want to get in-person lessons. I'm hoping that will accelerate my improvement and, you know, and I'll deal with the braces and maybe I'll, I'll look extra pretty at some point. And uh, the other thing we'll have to get into, which has unfortunately been, uh, hijacked a little bit because of the broken ribs is I'd finally started exercising on a regular basis and uh, now uh, not as much. That's good. I was exercising on a regular basis and then I got COVID. We both have, we both have Fitbits. I do, but I can't wear it because it irritates my skin. You're a lot of fun, Eva. (laughs) I know. (laughs) So it's actually, it's, it's, it's on my desk. It's right next to me. I was trying, but like it was, it was getting really bad. I'm too too fragile, but I really I'm I'm trying to figure out how to maybe um I don't know like fasten it differently. Here, this is really gross, but like this is my skin. Uh huh. <laughs> it was it was it was taking it was taking the skin off. Um, but because my skin's really thin, so it comes off easy. I guess technically exercising. I'm starting physical therapy soon. Okay. If I can walk right. Yeah. I have, I have gait issues. I've been, I've been, I'm looking forward to that though. Cause that's been forever. Cause every, people have known I've walked weird since I was like a, a kid. So that isn't new. Yeah. And I, I do like a lot of occupational therapy and stuff, but it didn't really ever fix the walking. So I'm going to do that. That's fun. I just, I don't know. You're talking about your goals and I'm trying to think of like what I'm have going on. And none of it's fun. All of it sounds kind of depressing. Um, I'm going to be starting a new data entry job uh-huh. soon. Um, continuing with my old one, but it's all data entry. I like data entry, though. I have no issue with it. Mm-hmm. I find it cool. I re- I like, you know, it's fine. I listen to music and I type. Oh, you listen to music while you do the data entry? Yeah. Yeah. Got Correct. It. Mm-hmm. It's a really good time. Uh, what else do I have going on? Almost nothing. Um, I <laughs> well, that's not exactly true, and we'll we'll I'll I'll help lead you to that. I guess you're you've got stuff going on. I what mean, are for, you leading me to? Well, I'm just saying you do stuff. I mean, you're not as an example. You're not in my house, meaning you're somewhere yeah, else. And that's true. you know, so we'll talk about what that's like for you. I mean, it's it's got to be different without. Lame. Yeah. <laughs> well. Well, again, we'll get into the lameness, you know, whatever you want to talk about. It is different. It's very exhilarating. Um, I like my room. Mm -hmm. My desk is really jazzy. Um, And because of that uh, desk, we can have this podcast again. 
Exactly. That's right. Um, I'm living it up. I fall asleep at 1130, mm-hmm. which, again, I have a better sleep schedule than I did while I was at home. Mm-hmm. Because I can't sleep till 11. You can't. That's a lot of it. I can't sleep till 11 anymore. Like, oh. I have an alarm that goes off. No, at no, a no. The time. confusion was when you said you go to bed at 1130, and then you, what you're saying oh, is. A.M. Yeah, you can't sleep till 11 in the morning the next day. Got it. Correct. Yes. Because it used to be I go to bed at 2. But to be fair, I had terrible insomnia, and that's better managed now. But, um, but. Like I, you know, I have an alarm that goes off at a certain time. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm on top of it. It's yeah, great. Absolutely. Yesterday, yeah. yesterday, I cooked chicken in an oven. It was raw, and then it wasn't. Yeah, I'm assuming. I shouldn't assume, but you didn't use the recipe I sent you, though, right? Not at all. I just threw a bunch of seasonings on it and then put yeah. it in an oven. I was overthinking it. That's my issues. I yeah, I didn't it. think you were going to, nor did I think you needed to, but I, I just wanted to at no, least help I you. Thought and... I, was, I thought I was going to, but then I realized I didn't need to because right. you have a bunch of spices and you sure. put the ones you like that yeah, taste good on the chicken. throw some spices on the there, yeah. It was, and then it tasted good. And, right. and, and I made... Um, I made some sauteed mushrooms and then mm-hmm. some sauteed peppers and onions. Those were separate things. And then I had those as well. That's like I, a full meal. I love sauteed vegetables. Yeah. Really my favorite meal. Yeah, it was a full meal. I felt really accomplished. So basically what I'm saying is while my life may not be interesting, it is sometimes occasionally normal in like the best way possible. So that is very nice. Well, it sounds like we will have a lot to talk about in, in future episodes. And we even got in, gotten into our uh, into music or uh, we'll have to talk about music. We have some future episodes on that one. Absolutely. Not just K-pop, I hope. Oh, I have. Sometimes I listen to other music. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I think, I think we've been talking for a while now. I think it's time to put a bow on this. Sounds great. T- tying noises. Tying. I mean, I don't know what the noise of because I have like a fun sound effect. Yeah, if I, had, if I had a fun sound Loop. effect, I would, I would put it on. Nope, is that the noise of tying? It's not, but it could be. I'm not sure if tying a bow makes a sound, actually. <laughs> I don't know if there's anything you hear. I think it just sort of happens. No, 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 no. Like the sound of the sound of the ribbon, like the whoosh, whoosh. whoosh. Like it's like yeah, like it's scraping together whoosh. a little bit. And in my mind, I'm thinking like that's like slightly rigid, like cloth yeah. ribbon that uh-huh. has a bit of texture to it, not the silk stuff, but like the stuff it's thicker. Yeah. It's like it's like about like two inches wide. And mm-hmm. it's sometimes it has wire on the side, but not always. Sometimes it's just really tightly woven. But it's the so it's, it's the kind of it's the kind of bow that if you tied it, it would go whoosh, whoosh, and it would go like whoosh, that. Whoosh. I yes. Okay. It's so vivid in my mind, and I understand it's not coming across as vivid, but it's like unfortunately the yeah. mouth has limits, the brain has none. That's fine, not a problem. So, mm-hmm. so another way of saying let's put a bow on it, uh, we can let's say we, goodbye. Now. We could just say exactly. <laughs> We'll say goodbye. Uh, it was great to talk to you again. Yeah, and I, I guess I'll go back into my cryogenic chamber now, and we'll talk when, when we, uh, we will talk this. again very, very soon. Uh, and I, I think uh, this is something we will, we will start to do, to do again regularly. Hopefully, we will get to a point where we can, be, we can end the show and say, "Talk to you next, whatever day it is," because we will always drop the show on the same day. We're not there that yet, though, be, people. That would be so cool. Yeah. No, not even a little bit. We may never be. I'm not the most punctual person. But and I have trouble finding an open time. Yeah, because you're busy. Yeah. I have I have free time, sort of. Yeah. On the weekends, I think. Yeah. 
All right. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Okay, so we put the bow on. Whoosh! And we said goodbye. <laughs> and we'll talk to everyone later. Thanks for listening. We appreciate your patronage. Goodbye now. Our theme song, Hot Shot, is provided by Scott Holmes Music. You can find this and many other songs at scottholmesmusic.com.